This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Explosive, colorful, and punchy, Everspace 2 combines the looter-shooter RPG treadmill with arcade space dogfights to build an interesting combo that has surprising diversity in how you can play it. While it looks like a space sim on the outside, and it has nods to the stuff you do in that genre like fight pirates, mine asteroids, and build reputation, Everspace 2 shouldn't be mistaken for one. To its benefit and its detriment, this is a through-and-through lootin' and shootin' beast that's much more interested in entertaining you with flashy lights and reconfiguring your fighter in a mind-boggling number of ways, rather than simulating or stimulating you with anything else. That right there should probably tell a lot of you whether you want to play it at all. The other bit is that this is technically a sequel, but not really. The first ever space is a roguelite where every mission is procedurally generated, while this one is a more traditional action RPG about taking on a main story quest and side missions, solving open-world puzzles, and blowing through randomly generated contracts for the 50 or so hours it takes to finish the main story, or 100 to play all of it. Then a few dozen more optimizing your builds to bash away at the randomly generated endgame bits, if you like those. That's all to say Everspace 2 is pretty different from the original, though it is a direct sequel in terms of story. You're one of those clone pilots you played as in the first one's roguelite framework, but there's no more coming back from the dead. You might be happy about that if you loved the story in the first one, and you might be a bit confused at times if you skipped it, but there's a cache of really thorough, if largely forgettable, log entries to bring you up to speed on the story and world you're dumped into. The writing and characters are something between stiff and disposable, though there are a few winners and good gags, my favorite among them being a broken garbage disposal robot. It's kind of a shame, really, because you do spend a lot of time in this world. Characters have conversations as you jump at high speed from encounter to encounter within systems, and you pick up missions from the same people over and over. There's even a great story-so-far log for those who take big breaks between game sessions, so it feels like a waste that characters spend so much time on empty dialogue or redundant explanations. But honestly, you're not playing Everspace for the dialogue. You're playing it for the spaceships blowing up, which it does pretty dang well. Flying around is smooth with nary a technical hitch or slowdown in sight, delivering a classic adaptation of generally short-range dogfights where you rock, paper, scissors your equipped damage types to optimize against enemy shields and armor. Enemies are numerous and on most difficulties can overwhelm if you're not careful. It's all about positioning and approach. Picking out priority targets early is important, knocking down enemies like snipers or ensnaring web drones before they can strike and leave you vulnerable, all while choosing to take the fight somewhere you can dodge behind asteroids to get cover between your lone fighter and heavier enemy ships. As it is, the controls are good for arcade space flight, and they feel reactive and crisp on both mouse and keyboard and controller and are fine for a flight stick. However, those who prefer a more traditional Newtonian spaceflight experience will be disappointed in Everspace 2's version, 
The ship controls just aren't fine enough to let you execute tight maneuvers without frustration when the ship doesn't automatically correct its motion for you. Which is a missed opportunity, because experiencing the different ships and how they fly is a strength of Everspace too. Sure, the 30-some enemy types might get stale by the end, but that's where the looter part of this looter shooter comes in. There are three ship classes, light, medium, and heavy, all fighters. Each has three further classes, all of which play quite differently. Ships can equip any of an array of modules like boosters, armor, and shields, of which there are variants that meaningfully change your combat style. Do you want a shield that's tougher or one that'll recharge faster after it breaks? Do you want a big boost of speed for a short time or a small boost that can be sustained for longer than you'll ever use? There are 10 primary weapons, from beam lasers to autocannons and a bevy of missiles, mines, and rockets to use as secondary armaments. And did I mention devices? That's stuff like a localized EMP generator, viral attack programs, an invisible frontal shield, a teleporter, and more, all of which you can level up. And you tweak all of that stuff with boosts to range or damage or energy capacitors or speed, and you can put it on every one of those nine ship types. There are more ways to build a cool space fighter in this game than I could ever begin to try in one 50-hour playthrough. It's exactly the kind of customization I want from a loot-driven, class-based game like this one. Everspace 2 is pure, distilled video game, all about how space combat action plays moment to moment, rather than whether that makes sense in a game world or fits a complex and nuanced story, which suited me just fine. Would I have liked the story to be better written, funnier, more entertaining, and set in a more original universe? Of course I would have, just as I'd have liked the missions or enemies to have more variety, but that didn't take away from the main reason I was there. To play with cool spaceships, tweak weapons into fun and crazy powerful new combos, and meet new people to blow up. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.